if you are not in a position to forgive, if you are not in a position to make sacrifices, then you're not in a position to love. What in the 20s is going on? In the 20s, on? Yeah. Yeah. The, 20s. the 20s, baby. The 20s. What in the 20s is going on? I am here on? for the 20s, baby. This is the 20s. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Zabam Kize, and this is What's in the Twenties, a podcast where you listen to me grow through its baby. As always, I'm so happy to be here. So excited to get into today's episode. Today, I'm going to be speaking about how it is the people that are the closest to us that are the hardest to love. And it's kind of ironic it's kind of weird to come to that realization you know because it kind of feels like the people closest to us are the ones that make life so easy are the ones that make life a lot more bearable a lot more livable and beautiful and exciting it feels like the people that are closest to us know us the most and it's just it just makes sense you know and I so I have a lot of like long distance friendships right um, because I've kind of traveled a lot, you know, in life and varsity and all of that kind of stuff. And, um, I'm very close to a lot of people that are far away from me, <laughs> that are far away from me. You know, I find it so easy to love them. I feel like, um, we never have drama. We never have issues. We never experience conflict like every time we link up it's always a good time you know and I think the reason for that is is because most of the time that you spend with each other is catching up right most of the time you spend with and I think you experience it a lot in like adult relationships and just friendships in your 20s the way we all just get so occupied with life 20s 30s that's just I think the older we grow right we get so occupied with life we get so caught up with every other responsibility that we got going on and our priorities are all over the place that it's not as easy maintaining um the kind of friendships that we had in our early 20s or in our preteens and teenage years you know when we were constantly experiencing each other now we kind of most of the time that we spend is like on a catch-up basis when we're having phone calls when you meet up for lunch it's it's not necessarily experiences that you're having in real time it's more of let me tell you what's been going on (laughs) and the other person is listening and they're being empathetic and compassionate and receiving you and you know advising you like it's, it's beautiful and I love my relationships so 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 much and that's when I understood that that's not the hard part that's not the hard part about loving I think it's the people that are closest to us that we experience the most turmoil, the most struggle, the most challenges. And I think it's because when you're experiencing someone every day, you're experiencing them in real time. You're watching them go through the mistakes that they make. You're watching them go through some of the failures they may be experiencing, the struggles that they be be having. You're watching them experience ha- having bad habits, things about them that are influenced by their past. You know, you're literally kind of bearing the projection that they might feel when they're having a bad day. You're the one that has to bear those feelings and consequences and all of that. You know, being with someone every single day is so difficult 
it's so 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 and it might not be necessarily every single day but like most of the days out of the week just being so close to someone in the physical world you know it's not easy and love i find often challenges us the most in those areas because that's where we that's where we become the most exposed that's where we become the most vulnerable that's where a lot of who we are and are able to hide with our low maintenance and long distance relationships with others just come to the surface and it's quite tense right because it's the people closest to us that could also hurt us the deepest and the most like that feeling of betrayal that sense of how could you do this to me i trusted you it always cuts so deep and i think that if we're able to let go of control because you can't control everything it like if you can accept and make peace with the fact that the people you love will hurt you because they're also just going through this life thing as they're experiencing it in their world and their perspective you know if you're able to make peace with the fact that pain is inevitable you get to start learning and working through what it looks like to forgive what it looks like to have compassion for somebody to have empathy for somebody you start to work through what it looks like to look at someone in all their realness in all their rawness and all their authenticity and still say i choose you and still say i will show up for you and still say i will be there for you and i think that's one thing we need to understand about love is that it's not necessarily always this this pretty picture love is also the really 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 painful parts you know love is also grief love is also loss love is also just pain it's in it's an internal struggle and a battle with yourself because very often also the people that we're closest to and that we love so much they're teaching us things about ourselves they're revealing things about ourselves that we might have not known yet that we might have not known about ourselves yet or just kind of not had that awareness you know and you know how we say that people bring different sides to us people bring out different things inside of us and all of that and so when i say that like it's also a struggle is because you're also getting to know yourself by getting to know this person and by accepting this person and welcoming this person i think what's also really beautiful about being able to forgive and show that sense of understanding is that you give yourself permission or you teach yourself what grace looks like so that when you're in a position where you would like empathy and the safe space and comfort and grace you know what that looks like you know what that feels like you know and you're able to extend that to yourself when things go wrong you're able to extend that to yourself when you make mistakes because you understand and you were able to do that and show that and have the capacity for that for somebody else and i think love in its entirety <laughs> is one of those things where we have to ask ourselves are you ready 
to compromise? Are you ready to make sacrifices? Are you ready to be disappointed? And very often, you know, you kind of feel like, but if you love me, why would you not show up? If you love me, why would you ask me to, I don't know, make a difficult decision? And I think it's about making those hard choices. It's about making those really, really tough and the ones that we're trying to avoid, the ones that we feel like it's uncomfortable. You know, love is incredibly uncomfortable. And I don't know if we speak about that enough um, because because of what it requires an ass out of yourself and what it also requires an ass out of another person. You know, it challenges you to ask something of somebody else to forgive you. You're literally asking somebody else to accept you as you are with your flaws and faults and your shortcomings. And it's difficult to ask someone to do that. You know, it's difficult to ask someone to see you. You know, we always say like we want to be seen, but are we ready for what that looks like to have someone genuinely and fully see you. I know that I struggle with that. Like I, as much as I always say like, yeah, I'd like to be seen, heard and understood. I battle with having people see all of me, you know, because I don't, I don't know how I will be received all the time. I don't know if this is going to be the part of me that's going to make you leave me. I don't know if this is going to be the part of me that's going to make you judge me. I don't know if this is the part of me that's going to make you decide that I'm not someone you want in your life. And I know that I, like, I sometimes, you know, and not just me personally, I I feel like it's something we a lot of the times do as people when we self-sabotage as a way to avoid having to be our authentic self with someone, having someone see us. Sometimes we get in the way of vulnerability and we get in the way of deeper connections so that we do not have to feel the shame or just the fear of being exposed like that. And so we keep people at arm's length Sometimes we just choose not to reply to certain texts or answer certain calls or show up to certain invitations. Sometimes we avoid having certain conversations. Sometimes, you know, we just have this wall or this guard up and we think that we're close with someone. And I'm not saying that like everyone deserves to see every version of you. You know, that's that's not what this conversation is about. You know, I'm speaking about those that have a very intimate space in your heart and in your life what it looks like to be seen by them. And it's, it's really difficult. <laughs> I, I don't imagine that to be easy. Um, especially if you experience things like tough seasons with someone where it almost feels like you're right now in your season, you're not necessarily compatible and you don't even know how to co- communicate that. You're like right now in your season, life might be asking something of you. Life might be asking something different of you and you don't know how that will manifest in your relationship with this person and you don't even know how to communicate where you're at mentally and emotionally because you don't know where to begin. You know, sometimes it feels like you're still processing it yourself and you don't even know how to share that. And that time the other person is waiting on the other side for you to show up. 
The other person is waiting for you on the other side, for you to say something, for you to be there, for you to be the person that they know. And you don't even know how to be that right now in your life because you're going through something that you're not even sure how to articulate. And I think those instances are also so, so, so difficult. I mean, I had an experience like that where somebody incredibly close to me they were going through a season in their life where it required for them to isolate from me, where it required from, for them to go on their own personal journey. And for months, they weren't able to communicate that with me. And it caused a lot of struggle. And only year, like a year later, I was able to have understanding and compassion for that you know in the moment of course it felt like a betrayal it felt like I don't understand why we're experiencing this this sense of it's just it's not flowing you know <laughs> we're not meeting each other where I'm used to meeting you and obviously in the in the moment it feels like it feels chaotic right and it feels like okay well things aren't working and this and that and this friend of mine really, you know, as I said, they were incredibly close to me. And I had to learn a year later what forgiving that situation looked like, what trusting that person looked like, even though in the moment it, it, it felt like I was experiencing abandonment in that friendship. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you're not ready for disappointment and all of that, then you're not ready to experience love because love comes with a whole lot of that. It's a whole other human being going through their own experiences, their own journeys, their own habits. And there's so much, and you can't control that. You have to surrender control. And that's something I've often expressed on this podcast is something that I struggle with because I like to feel in control of my life. I like to feel in control of my future, of my relationships and everything that goes on. But when it comes to people, I think you need to accept that people are going to do what people are going to do. People are going to do what people want to do. People are going to do what's best for them. And sometimes in the moment, it might not be you. And having to accept that and make peace with that is a different skill on its own. It takes a different level of maturity to see that the problem isn't you, that it's not necessarily that there is something wrong with you. It's just that this time for this situation, for this circumstance, you might not be what this person needs. And it's so tough because this is someone you're close to, correct? And that's what I'm speaking about. The people that were closest to you. I mean, if it was some, if it was a relationship of yours where it's low maintenance, you guys speak every other month, you won't even feel the difference if they weren't able to communicate to you this week or the next week, if they weren't able to reach out or whatever, you won't even notice. You wouldn't like, you would only find out two months later when they come up to you and they're like, oh friend, by the way, I was actually going through a, a tough time. You know, a few weeks ago, I was going through this and you're like, what? And it's crazy. And you're just there. Like I'm here for you and stuff but I'm talking about the people that have to look at you and see you crying and see you wrestling with God feeding all those emotions the people that have to also figure out their own support system so that they can show up for you right because sometimes we experience compassion fatigue compassion fatigue how do I describe it I think it's I think the best way for me to describe it is that feeling of when somebody is constantly expressing what's going wrong in their life, 
constantly expressing everything that isn't working and just you know understandably that circumstances just aren't great and I think for the most part we always try to keep up with it but then at some point there's a fatigue we experience when we're supporting someone you know because there's only so much you know how to support and how to show up there's only so much that you are qualified for in terms of being there for someone but there's certain situations that someone might be going through that you might not have the qualifications to deal with that you might not have the understanding or the knowledge to know how to support them best and I feel like compassion fatigue is that experience it's not to say you love them any less it's not to say that you don't want to be there it's just a fatigue of experience that you experience of not knowing what more to do and how else to show up and I think we experience that with so many people and situations even people we don't necessarily know who who just are constantly going through something and you don't know what more or what else to give and you just and it feels like a struggle right because for the people we love we want to be able to do everything for them we want to be able to show up for them we want to be there everything if they need something we want to know that we can provide that for them because we want them to be okay you know their happiness is an addition to our happiness. And when we feel kind of useless, it's so soul crushing. When we feel like there is nothing more that we can do that can help someone, it feels so defeating. And you don't know how else to show up in the relationship and how else to serve in the relationship. And Compassion fatigue is is a real struggle because now I think the person going through the struggle now even holds a guilt or a shame of sharing things, doesn't even know now how to talk about certain things, you know, for certain people because they might feel like they don't even know how to share what's wrong with them because they know that you can't heal them that you can't bring them back to life in the way that they want. And so they just go on and pretend that everything's fine. They go on and pretend like they can show up and it's actually exhausting them also in the relationship. And that's what I'm saying. Like love is so difficult because sometimes we just don't know. We just don't know how to operate in a relationship, especially with the people closest to us. And you know, my advice will always be just to go back to God's love. You know, I think that is really an all-encompassing love. That is really something bigger than us. And I think being able to look at that and study that and study how he's able to forgive, how he's able to show up and be present, even when you might be like walk astray from him even on the times when you might not feel him being so close even at the times when you might not want I mean sometimes it's like you know the skill of being able to love somebody from a distance is incredible you know when you love someone so much that you're willing to distance yourself from the situation, from the person so that they can get better so that you can serve the relationship better I mean that's what I that's what I mean when I say that like sometimes love is sacrifice. It's not necessarily self-serving because you know if it was really all about you, if it was up to you, you would be with this person all the time. But if you can understand that what's best for this person right now might be for you to step back, for you to walk away, might be for you to give them room for them to figure things out on their own, for them to figure out their own path, their own growth. It's being able to say I 
I'm going to learn how to love you from a distance. I am going to learn how to support and appreciate you from here. And when you need me and when you're ready, I will show up. I will be there. You know, when you're provided that that's also the same place that I'm at in my life, that we're still compatible in that place. Unfortunately, it is a risk, of course, because at the time that they may be ready, you might not still be waiting in the same spot that they left you. And everything's a risk. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. If you're not ready to take risks, if you're not ready to put yourself on the line, you're not ready to love. Because I think it really requires you to look outside of yourself and figure out what is best for this person's spiritual growth and how can I best contribute to that? How can I best serve that? Rather than what can this person do for me and how can I best receive from this? And, you know, I I think love is just so much more than that. And... Honestly, shout out to the people who are closest to us, who deal with us, who forgive us over and over and over, who make room for us, who accept us as we are, who celebrate us, who are present with us in many, many, many life experiences. Honestly, this is this is really an ode and a celebration of the love that you've, excuse me, the love that you you're able to cultivate for us. It is, there's a lot of gratitude and I have a lot of grace for the people closest to me, um, for the people who experience me the most. I have a lot of grace because I don't think anyone is easy to love. Not that someone is a difficult person, but I don't. when I say I don't think anyone is easy to love is because it's an active choice that you're having to make. You know, you're actively having to say, I choose you. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm going to move forward. Okay, fine. I'm going to let go of that. Okay, fine. I'm going to, you know, you're actively taking a whole other human being into your world, into your little ecosystem of support and care and all of that. You know, you're actively saying to someone, despite all of the parts of you you might not like, I'm still going to stick beside you and so there really is so much gratitude and I hope you thank the people closest to you I hope you let them know just just that you don't take them for granted you know and allow yourself the opportunity to be seen by them allow yourself the opportunity to you know even cry (laughs) and fall apart and let that grow you. Let that move you guys into closer emotional intimacy and let that make you better. And um, that's just what I wanted to say today is that I appreciate you. I love you. And I think that I will always have an inexhaustible ability to create space for you and just have grace for you even if it means that we're not as close as we used to be I am learning from you you know you existing the way that you are teaches me in 
many, many, many ways. Thank you for inviting me on this journey with you. Thank you for having me on this path that you're on. It is really, really, really lovely here. And I will always be humbled. As always, I'm sending my love. Goodbye. This is Twenties.